Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an inspiring woman who is a leader in her field. These amazing women are role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, or helping you discover who you truly are as a leading woman and finding your passion and your purpose and making your dreams come true. Helping women share their stories is one of my greatest joys. That's why I've continued to interview these amazing leading women for almost 10 years, and this has been the most incredible journey. I chose 19 of the best experts from these conversations to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and any business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought your copy or you know a woman who wants to pursue her passion and her dreams, this book is for both of you. This week, I'm pleased to welcome back one of my amazing leading women co-authors, Linda Redelman. Linda is a longtime champion of women and a philanthropist. Her foundation, Women Like Us, supports women causes to change the world, much like Women Connect for Good. One of her most recent initiatives is the crowdfunding rescues of women and children who are victims of sex trafficking. This is a worldwide problem that has reached critical proportions, and we must get it out in conversation and do everything we can to stop this. That is why Linda's here today. But let's find out more about her world. She found one of the first women's magazines, the first online networking group for business women, and won more awards than I can even possibly begin to speak about. Writing supporting women's work has been her life's passion. Her most prominent award was the was the Torchbearer. Her most prominent award was the Torchbearer Award from Indiana, the highest award given to given by the state of, of Indiana. Now she has added executive producer to her credentials for the upcoming film documentary, Women Like Us, Three Journeys, One Mission to Change the World. This film is a perfect complement to her Women Like Us book series, the most recent being Women Like Us, Together Changing the World. So I'm very, very pleased and to welcome back and talk with Linda Redelman. It's been too long, and I'm so glad to be able to talk to you again. Thanks for being with me. Well, I want to welcome you, Linda. It's been so long since we've talked, but, boy, you have been some busy woman. I'm so excited to talk about what you're doing. But welcome back. Uh, Linda is one of the co-authors of Leading Women, which continues to be a wonderful book for women, leading women out there making their passions and their purpose and their dreams come true. So, Linda, thank you so much for everything that you do. Oh, thank you, Nancy. And right back at you. My goodness. You know, I, I, I know we met years ago via virtually and then finally, you know, face-to-face, but I think we we're both at the same heart, and that is really creating awareness of women's work, supporting them, supporting the the, the opportunities, and, and really lifting women up because we have the ability to do such great work in the world. So I really appreciate the opportunity to get to chat again on your show. So thank you for oh, the invitation. Oh, no, no. We, we, we've got to do more things together because, yeah, I, I feel like the 19 women that were chosen to be in the book, yourself especially, were chosen because of the like-mindedness that we all had. Mm-hmm. 
with one another and the, and the fact that we really were doing such amazing things to help other women. And, and I still truly believe that, you know, every woman that we help will turn around and, and help three other women plus. And so I just think this, mm-hmm. this community that we're building and, and growing is, is so very, very important to gender equality and gender equality leadership in our country as as well as globally, the world itself. So I know you do a lot of work in Africa, and I'm also involved with projects in Africa, but you're involved with something very, very important. But first, because this is very important, is your story because – you know, Linda, I, I know that you've, you've found this to be true, but I continue to find this when I'm around women that I'm meeting for the first time, is that they sometimes look at women such as yourself and think, geez, everything must have been so easy for her. I think one of our qualities that we need to change is we do too much comparing. We compare ourselves oftentimes to impossible measures that are put there by the media, by the market. But I think we also compare ourselves, especially when we see a good-looking, attractive, smart, amazing woman. We compare ourselves, and somehow we believe that it must have been easier for her to be who she is. But you and I both know it's all about the journey. So your story and who you are today and how you got to be who you are today is so important for people to hear. So uh, have at it. Have at yeah. it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, um, gosh, um, I just always, I grew up in the southern Indiana uh, and actually during a time period of uh, when the feminism really started to come forward and of course, I want to say right off the bat, I am a feminist, and I, I find it really interesting still when I say that, that uh, there are some people that shun that a little bit. Oh, that's kind of yeah. a bad thing, and I think it's amazing that in these these times that people are actually still, ha- that still has a bit of a, of, a, of a reputation to be something bad, but in reality, yeah. what it means is that all people are equal. That's what it yeah. is. That's what it's about. That we are women are equal, men are equal, children, you yeah. know, have a right to to be who they are, and and so so that goes way, way, way back. But a really, really short version is that I've always been involved in women's work, and I have always had a heart to really help other women to realize their goals, and that's why women the the work that you're doing with the leading women work is just just also a, a really, really important piece because we are showing examples to bring other women along with us. And that's really the same thing here. As far as my journey, yeah, I'm a cancer survivor. I was working in the for-profit sector uh, with Business Women Connect and was really helping business women be able to move forward and to, to learn how to network and how to get the financing for their businesses and to really, to truly, you know, lift themselves up so that they're empowered, they, they find their voice and that they're they're really able to to move on, along on their own and, and have a really strong identity. But I'd always wanted to write a book like you so I was just getting ready to the point to do that when um, I found out that I had cancer. And so that put me way, way, way back. And at that time, I had a television show on Fox every Sunday morning. You know, I did everything but produced it. I mean, I did everything. Pardon me. I produced it. I found the guests. I wrote it. I did everything but actually stand behind the camera only because I couldn't do that, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, that, went, <laughs> that, that went really, really well. And, and I was, we were really moving along. And my whole goal, again, at that point was to bring women together 
and share their resources and live the best lives that they can live. So when I found that I had cancer, and it, it, people always ask me if it was breast cancer, no. It was head and neck cancer, which um, I always tell this story. I felt a knot on my neck. And through a couple of rounds of um, antibiotics, because the doctor thought that it was strep throat, when I knew I didn't mm-hmm. feel bad, it didn't feel like strep throat. It was indeed cancer coming from my left tonsil, and I had seven lymph nodes on my neck that were infected. So I'm fine today. It's fabulous, but, but you know, it was a, it was a definitely a, a real whammy and a step back. And as a speaker and having my television show, I actually lost my voice. So it just, it you know, it was like you've got to turn yeah. around and you've got to punt and you've got to figure out how you're going to do this. Over time, over time, obviously, my voice came back. So I had to deal with that. And I, I, I remember specifically, uh, I was so thin and I was so red and scarred from the radiation that um, really, truly, I couldn't keep up the television show. So we had to stop that. But I went to radio like you do. And um, uh, and I can remember specifically, I, I had a live radio show at a radio station in Indianapolis, and going to the radio station to pitch them on my show, and I just prayed that my voice wouldn't give out because I knew that would probably they'd go, yeah, but you can't talk, so how could you have a radio show? So it was coming back that little by little I could do short bits. But anyway, over time that, that was clearer and I was able to go on was really what I feel like is my life's work because I've doing, been doing this for a long, long time. I did start with a magazine back when my now 40-year-old daughter was two, and um, and and it was for women, and it was the first uh, women's magazine in uh, – well, it was the second in the country, actually, at that time. We didn't even have local magazines, so we've come a, a long, long way as far as – as communications Absolutely. with women. So, yeah, mm-hmm. stories and strategies for living your best life. And um, I had had a foundation before I got cancer because it was always, always part of my goal to do nonprofit work. And and when I had my for-profit company, I also created Business Women Connect Foundation um, and went through all the, the processes that you go through. You know, you couldn't get online really at that point and do it. So I hired the attorney. I established the 501c3. And then it was shortly after that that I was diagnosed with a head and neck cancer. And and every time I tell this, it makes me tear up. So I took my foundation, my dream of, of having a not-for-profit and really reaching out into the world, and I had to I had to put it aside. And in my mind's eye, I took my dream of helping women all over the world, and I put it in this beautiful little imaginary box on the top of my imaginary closet. And I, <laughs> I knew, I knew that someday that I was going to be able to bring it back down and do something with it. But mm-hmm. I knew that for right now it wasn't the time. I had to work on getting well. And I, I just knew there would be, I didn't know how, I didn't know when, but I knew at some point there would be a time that I would be able to bring that back out and use it. But as you and I both know, sometimes dreams have to go on hold. Fast forward, I did write my first book, Women Like Us, Real Stories and Strategies for Living Your Best Life. And a friend of mine who was in it said, I love this. I love the name of it. She said, let's tell women's stories together. Let's have an event. So we did. We had an event. It was absolutely 
standing room only. We had no idea that it would be as huge as it was. There wasn't enough food. There wasn't enough drink. And we had these fabulous (laughs) women telling their stories of empowerment and struggle and perseverance. And through that, my friend, bless her heart, said, Linda, don't you have a foundation? So I took that imaginary box down and renamed the Business Women Connect Foundation, the Women Like Us Foundation. That was what that was what it was waiting for all along. Uh-huh. And, so, uh-huh. and so now uh-huh. it's been it's been ten years, right? And and we're we're all about uh, creating awareness of women's work and supporting women in their work. Uh, and definitely, the gender equality and social justice is a big part of of that of what we what we do and what we pursue. And that brings us right around to 10 years later with sex trafficking. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you because I, I want to get in this conversation too because I think it's so very, very important. You are doing so very, very much in the world and, and we really want people to go to your website. We want them to buy the book. We want them to be a part of this crowdfunding. But let's talk about what's so important right now that you're doing because I think that's our topic and that's our message today because I'm looking at your website right now when I see that approximately 1.2 million boys and girls are sex trafficked every year and it's one of the most and it's the most second profitable business in the world and it's taking over taking it over a billion dollars a year I get really really activated and I get really really angry and I really really want us to do something about this so uh, this is what your this is part of your campaign. This is part of what you're doing. But let, right. let's talk about this because again, you know, people people have a tendency to get real busy in their lives, and then they have their own issues in their lives. And sometimes they believe some of their issues are, are so very very important. It takes them away from the the greater the the world at the greater good that's going on, but also the things that are going on in the world that we need to change. And this is something that's continued to grow. And, you know, and I think people are clueless about it, especially the fact that sex trafficking is going on in the United States like it's never been going on, because I I think a lot of people believe a lot of these issues, a lot of these problems happen in other countries. It doesn't have anything to do with us. But this is a huge problem in our country as well as across the world, and we need to do something about it. So tell me about what, how you got involved and, and talk about it. and just right. Let's just be real, real clear about what's going on and then talk about what we can do about it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I was one of those people. I thought it was somewhere else. I had no idea it existed. And um, I got involved in 2012. When uh, back when we were based in Indianapolis, we're in Los Angeles now. But uh, when the Super Bowl came to town, and um, we learned that the Super Bowl also brings with it people yeah. who try to find sex trafficked girls, and also people who who sell the girls' bodies when there's yeah. huge, huge crowds. And what I learned is uh, specifically the scary thing is about domestic minor sex trafficking, and I can tell you right now that there are thousands of children and right here in the United States from the ages of 10 to 14 uh, that are that's considered domestic minor sex trafficking even up to 15 who are caught up in uh in being trafficked and yeah. I'll t- I'll tell you how I'll, I'll give you some statistics really quick really really quickly from Absolutely. one yeah from one woman that we support her name is Linda Smith, and she is amazing. She's doing some amazing, amazing things. And 
and her stat are uh, kids from they're, they're kids from all economic and ethnic backgrounds that get involved. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're just you know from the wrong side of the tracks. I mean, it can happen to any child. The buyers are American men, and they're from all ethnic and economic backgrounds. I yeah. rode along one night in the bowels of Los Angeles with a woman who was helping to rescue these kids, and it was amazing. I saw Mercedes Benz with one driver. I saw old junky cars. I saw everything in between. And I, if we have time, I can tell you more about that story. But I've I've witnessed the people who are the users. Uh, the yeah. younger the youth, the more the more that men will pay. They like these young bodies, and where do they find them? They find them on something called Backpage.com, which is where many times they will sell these kids. Um, I did learn recently that Backpage.com was finally taken down. Mm-hmm. The kids are being criminalized, and yet they're being arrested. That's the really, really, really big problem. is, And, and it goes on up into prostitution, and many, many times, in fact, one of the attorneys that I work with said that she's never met a prostitute who hadn't been sexually abused as a child and or trafficked. So, yeah. But yet, they have always been called the victim. And where yeah. the problem really, really rests is obviously with the user. So right, that, the fact that, yeah, that, supply, yeah, it's all supply yeah. and demand. Supply Completely. And demand. It is supply and demand. That's exactly right, Nancy. And so our work is to create awareness of what is going on here and yeah. create awareness of the women that are out there in the trenches fighting to make a difference. And how do they do that? They do that through coordinating uh, rescues. It's, it's a threefold program. You can rescue the child, or the, the, and it can be a boy or a girl, sadly. 30%, they say, uh, is a – well, they don't know boys for sure, but as high as 30% of sex trafficked victims, some studies say, are, are actually male. Uh, and it's threefold. It's rescue, restore, and recover. And these women are doing great work, but they can't be sustainable if we don't support them and support them through donations because it takes money, in fact, to be able to, to rescue and to heal a child anywhere from ten to $20,000. Yeah. We say ten, but some bigger programs, it's higher because they have more that they have to support to be able to make that happen, um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just that. Uh, and then we have. Um, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling here because I'm just. Okay. So, I just get so emotional about this, this whole project, and then also we need volunteers. Uh, the Women Like Us Foundation has volunteered uh, at the end when when the kids are being restored and actually going out into trying to get them jobs and get them connected and get them back out into society once yeah. they're once they are rescued and once they're able to get some very, very good medical and psychiatric help to bring themselves to the place where yeah. they love themselves again. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I I recently, this is an organization that, you know, again, there are great women's organizations that can take this on very, very easily because it just fits so well into the mission of so many women's organizations. I just recently helped with a grant for the, uh, the Junior League in Santa Barbara, and this is on sex trafficking. And to me, it's always about how many organizations can come together to to really 
tackle a problem and to collaborate and bring resources together. So I'm excited about this. Like we just need to get the word out. But uh, what? Okay, let's talk about what what you've accomplished so far because I think sometimes accountability. Uh, you know, we want to know, first of all, again, there is a problem. It's not going to go away. It's just, like I said, there's always, as long as there's, as long as there's demand, there, there will always be a supply. And as you, you've said, it's very easy for these children to be obtained. You know, they're, it's so easy because there are so many children that have so many different issues. And as you said, these children come from different socioeconomic levels, but we also have mm-hmm. people using at different socioeconomic levels. So, I mean, right. we, we've got to open our eyes and not be stupid about this. You know, again, prostitution is the oldest business in the world. But, of right. course, when we start talking about the minors, when we talk about 10 to 14-year-olds, because, again, we're talking about a lifestyle. We're talking about a lifelong process and lifestyle for these boys and these girls who are soon to become men and women who, who right. in fact, then will end up having other children, which will continue this whole process. But So I know you've done crowdfunding, and, and of course, I'm looking at the website about what we can do. So, okay, we know there's a problem. And we need to make sure people know the, the depth and the and it's in their community. It's not across the pond. It's in your backyard. It's right. happening today. It's going to be happening tomorrow. And only we can do something about it. So where are you at with the, the crowdfunding and, and where are you at with what's going on? Just to give us an update. Right. Sure. Well, with the crowdfunding, we did just start it, and it's our campaign for 2017, and our goal is to get at least $25,000 that we can turn around and fund some selected organizations that are led by women that are fighting sex trafficking. It's that simple. What we've exactly. done in the, yeah, and what, so, so that's what we do, and what we've done in the past is uh, we've donated to one organization in Los Angeles called the Dream Center. And we worked with them for some time, and, and they they are the, they do the threefold approach. They they work with the police, and they also have an 800 number. So if someone calls in, then they can immediately get them, rescue them, and bring them to their facility. And at this facility, they I believe they have 20 beds now that they are able to keep these these women and actually get them to. You know, just rest for a while. They go through the rescue rescue process, then move them into the mentoring and the social work and the the um, psychiatric section, and then finally into um, the recovery piece. What the Women Like Us Foundation does, we're not doctors. We don't, you know, we obviously we can't work with these very very uh, troubled young women that need to first find their feet on the ground again. But what we can do, and what we have done, is then we go into our volunteering mode and that's where we're able to help them in the recovery process and that's really mentoring them working with them on building self-esteem on identity on resources for education on resources for jobs and then they eventually move into uh, a home that allows them to live there Uh, we are not a part of that but we are part of that helping with that transition to get them mm-hmm. back out into society. And mm-hmm. um, an, another woman that we actually, um, we, we did a, a shoot event. We had almost 500 women a few years ago, and, and we had Linda Smith come and speak, and we're so proud that we were able to 
get her work out there, and we've also granted some money as well to her. And we're not a huge foundation. We can't grant hundreds of thousands of dollars. But that's the point. We all can do something. We all can yeah. make a difference in small ways and or, or big ways or whatever that we're able to do. But I don't know if you're aware of Linda Smith, but um, she has tackled sex trafficking from the other end. I mean, we can keep... We can keep trying to rescue these people and we can keep trying to restore them and we can keep doing that part on the ground, which so many so many women are doing right now. Not that men aren't doing it too, but the, our focus is really about supporting these women-led initiatives. But what she on the other end is doing is really going after the legislation. And if you get a chance yeah. to go to sharedhope.org, you will see what she has done is really made great movement in the United States to uh, make these pimps and these Johns the criminals, not the the trafficked people, not the not these women that are out there doing their work for them. And mm-hmm. one of the things she's done is every single state in the United States has a grade, and she grades them based on how how their what their arrests are like what the criminalization is like, uh, what, what they're actually, how many people have gone to to prison, what the uh, Attorney General's Office is doing to make sure that um, that it's, it's, people are being arrested for sex trafficking. And, for example, you can even look up your state on her website. And before we started wow. speaking, I checked on California, since you and I are both kind of in California. I know you're not there right now. But, um, <laughs> well, kind of mostly, most of the time in California, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, and California had a D. We're, we're at a D as of 2016. So we're getting a, a D? Work, a D, yes. Not an ABC, but a D. Yeah, that's that, not good. That's not good. That's not good. And it really surprised me because I think California is being really advanced. But whoever's listening to this, you can go there and find your own state and see where your state is at for really eradicating this through the legal system. Yeah, so yeah. Um, she, she's amazing. We're, I'm just so proud that I met her, and I so respect and appreciate her work. So there's uh, I would, I would, I that, would lo- I would love an introduction to her to also do a conversation and, and learn more about Shared, Shared Hope International. So before yeah. before we're done today let let's make sure that can happen too but yeah I'm, I'm looking i'm looking at all the different and, and again a lot of what we're talking about you've got a beautiful website and people need to go and read and learn more about this what about saving innocence what is that organization we've talked about several others but what is saving innocence right right saving innocence is is amazing and and we've also we've also actually given uh, a, a lot of um, promotions for Kim as well, and Kim uh, Kim was trafficked, and we do find that some of these really great organizations led by led by women actually come from uh, from their own personal experience as a trafficked human being. And, yeah, and better than, than to do this, absolutely. They're the yes, they're definitely yes. the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, and so Kim has has a house in Los Angeles. Uh, where she she actually does work with the criminal system and with the police, and her house is one of the places that um, they bring the girls that need that have been rescued. Uh, yeah. And she she has a, a wonderful program. It's, she does mentoring 
Uh, we've actually worked with her in one of her locations um, out on the uh, east side of Los Angeles uh, with the same thing that I, I was saying. It's, you know, working with the girls that have been rescued and, and um, yeah. helping bring them to recover and to go back, go back. And I believe she has a documentary that's coming out as well. Uh, oh. But she's she's done some amazing work, and it's and hers hers is very very much focused on the on the recovery or the restoration piece rather. Um, so yeah, we we haven't funded her any money because we haven't had the opportunity, but we have done a lot of volunteering with her. So. Yeah. Well, uh, as you know, Women Connect for Good is going to be supportive of this effort without any any doubt whatsoever, and and of course. Uh, Women, Con- uh, Women Connect for Good Foundation is is very much in line with again I can't think of uh, something more important than than taking care of this issue and working with this issue. So I mean again your website talks about how people can get involved, how they can give money, but also these organizations that you list are doing the good this good work every day and, and need need the support of each and every one of us so you know if I could go ahead go ahead I was just going to say if I could just also say if anyone that's listening um, it is a lot about dollars because we can't work with these girls we can't go pull them off the street ourselves we you know we can't we're not doctors but what you can do is help us by having what I call a salon but it's really just a meeting I call them salons because it's where people come together and they discuss an important issue. Um, And anyone who's listening can find on our website the information where you, and what all you need to do is just bring a bunch of people, your coworkers, have a meeting uh, at a a, a restaurant or even just in your own home. And we are glad if they're not close, I can Skype and tell them more about this problem so that they can help us to create awareness, and then hopefully at the end of the evening will also be some donations to the Women Like Us Foundation that we can still use to to grant to these women and and their work. It's a really easy way, you know, there's time and treasure, and, you know, time and treasure could, you can't give your time volunteering in a lot of ways with this, but you can give your time to to help us create through it, you know, in your own home. And um, yeah. and help us to to raise money that way. Yeah. So uh, you you keep the you list uh, you you talk about a one eight hundred number, but there's no actual number. Is there something that we could put on our website that's an actual number that can be used to call uh, some of these resources? Oh, absolutely! There, I'll send that to you. Andrew, Andrew. Okay, send, send that to, to me. Yeah, send that to me. So uh, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, if if we happen to get anyone looking at this that knows anybody, any way, uh, any bit of information, I think is extremely important. But uh, well, this this is just this work is not done. It looks like there's uh, plenty to do. So people can't rest and and just sit back on their laurels. There there's much much we need to do. What else would you like to say, Linda? That might be helpful for people to know at this point as well. Sure. One big, big thing is we need to get the men involved. Many, yep. much, much of the yep. fighting is coming from the women. But uh, I, I, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but I did just hear about that I'm supposed to meet him next month. Um, about a gentleman here in Los Angeles, anyway, who is absolutely set up his. And I'll get that for you as well. 
but he Absolutely. set up his, his website and he's having meetings and it's all focused on gathering men together to stand up against yeah. this abuse. And well, I think that's going to go a long way. It's going to take us all. It's going to take us all. Well, um, we're going to get information out uh, on, on not only because of the this conversation we're having, but we'll have information on, on uh, Women Connect for Good uh, website as well. And, and like I said, uh, you need to just keep me posted on how ways that we can continue to help. And as you said, the most important thing is giving money. Money is the is the vehicle to undo this this horrible horrible thing that's going on in our country and across the world. We've got to stop this. We've got to end this. But of course, awareness is key. Awareness is is, is the uh, we can't keep our heads down in the sand. We've got to bring them back out, and we've got to get other people to to know what the issues are and what they can do about it. Because simply, again, if if people sometimes would give one dollar to any cause, and especially this cause, mm-hmm. the, the problem could be resolved. It could be resolved so quickly. So your your goal and my goal, of course, is to create that awareness and to create dollars to give these organizations an opportunity to fully, fully function. And as you said, uh, rescue, restore, and what was it? Rescue, restore, and recover. recover. And uh-huh. recover. So this is, this is what we want to see happen. But Congratulations on to you and, and again your big heart, your huge big heart and your kindness and your love of others and uh you know, you're a very special person and we need about uh, a million more of you, Linda, in this world and, and we'd have no problems. We'd have no problems. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. But you know, we Well, we like, like we I said, do. I'm not far from you, so please keep me involved because um again, this is very, very important and uh, maybe and find ways that uh, we could bring this into different areas, uh, especially in my areas in in California too. Yeah, and absolutely. And thank you for your support. You know, it it does literally take all of us. So thank you. Oh yeah. So oh much. yeah. So well, very much. Like there, there's no mistakes. Why we know each other. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. There, there you exactly. go. Because it's, it does. It takes all of us, and so we just keep growing in numbers and and. Uh, yeah, we'll get this information out, and and again, uh, I'm uh, Women Connect for Good is fully committed, so you know that, and and what we can do to help is is uh, we're we're here. Okay. Thank you so much. Great, and thank you for having All me right. today. I appreciate the chance to talk about it again. Thanks. Well, again, uh, please connect me with Linda and whomever else, and and I can do uh, we can do more as well. Okay. Okay. Uh Thank you. You take good care of yourself. Give yourself a great big hug from me.